You're listening to a Radio 191 FM podcast. We are joined by Amanda Mills and Catherine Milburn. You've both come in to talk about the Flying Nun exhibition, Kaleidoscope World, 40 Years of Flying Nun in Dunedin. It is the exhibition at the Hocken Library. Thank you, both of you, for coming in. Kia ora. Thank you for having us. Thank oh, you. any time. Um, so please tell the listeners a little bit about uh, this uh, exhibition. Well, um, last year we decided that we wanted to put an exhibition together to celebrate 40 years of Flying Nun in Dunedin. Um, so we wanted to highlight the material in the Hawkins collections um, and not borrow anything from any other institution because there's a lot of material relating to the Dunedin music scene, not only the Flying Nun music scene, but Dunedin music scenes in general mm. at the Hawkins. So we decided to put this together using our material and uh, we've been really lucky to have loans from some of the people in that scene. Um, yeah, they've been really generous loaning us material. Yeah. I imagine... I mean, I can't imagine how, like big the collection you've got is it must have been such a hard job choosing what to put in the collection what not to right yeah we we really wanted to um highlight all our collections and like i look after ephemera which includes posters there's over twenty three thousand posters in the poster collection but you know they're not all related to music yeah. but um oh we, we obviously have our favorites as well and amanda and i had never actually put on an exhibition mm. before so we had a designer neil Lowe, work with us and and he said well you can't just show things that you like and just <laughs> Come on the walls with stuff, oh, and it's like you have to tell a story. Yeah. So we had to um, do a whole lot of preparatory work. We made little cards with images of everything that we mm. wanted to include, and then he helped us, you know, work out the sections. and And there was a flow, and it kind of tells a story. Mm. And, and yeah, so there's a lot of things that aren't in the exhibition that you know. You wish you could make it. Yeah, yeah. But, but we are planning an event on the 28th of May, which is a Saturday in the afternoon, where we, we, we want to show some of the things that, that didn't make it. Oh, so the, people the cutting can, room floor. Yeah, yeah, so people can come in and, and have a look, as well as go through the exhibition and see all the That's really cool awesome. things. It must be such a... Um, I don't know if cathartic is the, the right word, but to go through all these old posters to create like the story that you've made with the exhibition must be such an amazing experience, an amazing feeling once you've completed that uh, put together. Yeah, yeah. Well, because one of the, the we really wanted to highlight the link with Dunedin, and and it shows how much things have changed in the music scene. Like, you know. One of the things that's a real highlight is we got Robert Scott, who was mm. from the Bats and the Clean, and he's an he's an artist. And because we, mm. we wanted a map that showed where all the venues were, because we mm. realised that you know people your age they will never have heard of some of these places and and not know where they were. So and for people to be reminded as well from people my age who were mm. around at that time. So um, you know just. Just being able to have that um, that story of Dunedin and just realise how much it's actually changed and, and really there's hardly any of that kind of thing going Abs- on. I, I was reading about that map and I thought that is such an, an amazing thing because even looking back at my time when I've been at university, I started in 2014, there's been so much change in the gig venues and I couldn't begin to fathom the change that would have happened in the last 40 years. Yeah, even in the last 20 years, I mean... In the early 2000s, I was going to Ark a lot, and mm. that was an amazing place, and that's no longer... Well, it's now a, a shop, an organic food shop, <laughs> which, you know, you go in there and you think, hold on, 
Well, I've been here before. Yeah. <laughs> what was I doing in here? <laughs> but uh, yeah, it was uh, yeah, it was such a great venue, and that no longer exists. And Catherine was going through the listings, and every decade there was you could there was a noticeable reduction in venues and places. Really? Yeah. Yeah, because on on a Friday and Saturday night, the ODT would on the back page of the paper, mm. they would have almost like two columns of all the all of the live gigs that were on throughout. Wow. The city, and you know, back in the 80s, I think it was nearly 40 on a weekend. And when I was looking last year, there was only one, and that was the crown. I was like, Well, this the crown is the only like, yeah, the crown is like the like this the store that's left, right? There's, I mean, there's dive and there's other venues, but. It's it's so sad to see because there's still Dunedin is still such a hot spot for music. Mm. There are so many incredible, high quality musicians of all genres coming out of Dunedin, but when they can't play anywhere, forty gigs in a weekend. How would you choose? Well, how, yeah. how would you? <laughs> and and that's in the day like back in at that time, you know, the pubs were closing about eleven o'clock. And, mm. and then they sort of got went a bit later. Mm. And but there was a real issue at that time because the drinking age didn't change. Um, so so even if you you know could go to the gigs, if mm. you were under age, you ran the risk of the police would go round and raid and they'd arrest all the oh underages. So that was another risk that um, young people took in going to some of these gigs. But that's also in one part of the exhibition we talk about the link with the university. Mm. Um, so the Rock Society, the Rock Sock, was formed yeah. in 1981 and they were deliberately set up to provide um, venues for some of these new and upcoming yeah. bands and obviously provide place for students, young students, to go to as well. Wow. Yeah. I mean... I'm gutted I missed out on that. That sounds so <laughs> exhilarating, like going to a gig with the added danger of, oh, we've got to run at any time. That's amazing. I think um, one thing that I, I love about these exhibitions is you see, say you see a post, like a really cool poster for a gig now, walking down the street. Whole, I love holding on to things like that, you know, holding on to old, like, set lists, old, like, anything of gigs that I go to, because you never know, like, who might need it or, like, it might be 80 years of flying down into Dunedin, you know, when <laughs> yeah. I'm 57 years old, you know. Yeah. I, um, oh, it's so, so, so exciting. We love people who keep hold of those things too yeah. because eventually, if we're lucky, they do come to us. Is, is the, um, the, how, how, um, I don't know the word that I'm looking for, um, your categorization of all the things you have in storage, and that, I mean, it must be, how do, how do you keep everything and, like, know where everything is? There's different sections throughout the Hocken, so there's archives, there's publications, mm. there's uh, photographs and a pictorial collection. The Hocken has a huge art collection yeah. of New Zealand artists as well as over two million photographs. So, so I'm just giving an introduction to the Hocken here. Oh, yeah, no, please, pass <laughs> <Yeah>. it up. <laughs> um, so we all have our different sections, so we're all responsible for material. I'm responsible for the music and audiovisual collections. Mm. So they are all um, ordered in particular ways so that we do know where things are when we can go and get them. I mean, obviously for books um, and publications, you know, there's library catalogue systems. Uh, Ephemera, um, you have, Catherine has her own system um, for that. Um, that's 
and so archives do too. So we, we all have our own systems of ordering and organisation, so we do know where things are and our own areas of storage. So mm. yeah, and we're, and we're gradually working on improving that access. So like for me, um, when I first started working with Ephemera, it's not listed on any public catalogue, so that's one thing that we're working on, but we do have finding aids, so if someone's interested in a particular thing, they're more than welcome to contact us, and we we can let them know. And we've also got um, some public research guides that are about particular topics that are on our webpage, our research guides, so there's a music one, there's a Dunedin music one, Um, I'm about to, to write an ephemera guide, so people can find out what what we've got that way as well Mm. amazing well thank you so much um for coming in i i hope uh that you get a big boost to the kaleidoscope world um uh exhibition so people can go find it at the hocken library how long is it open until it's open until um september the 24th which has been extended yes yes Yes. so just I, I forgot about the exhibition. I'd meant to go to it. This is the universe telling me, go get your ass there and have a look. So everyone, please go check it out till the 24th of September at the Hocken Library. Uh, any final words for people um, to encourage them to get on down? Um, well, it is an immersive experience. It's, it's not just looking at things, but in one room we have tried to to show what for well, to remind people of my generation what it was like to go to a gig and for you guys to actually to experience what it was like. So we are showing like footage of oh, what cool. gigs were like of particular artists, some of the you know, the chills, mm. bats, etc. Um, and you can see some of the people in the audience at the time, you can see them dancing, which is interesting Amazing. itself. So you can actually maybe pretend you've gone back to the eighties. <laughs> and um, experience it. Amazing. That video reel is about 50 minutes long, so you can come in many times and, you know, just watch chunks of it. Yeah. Or you can come in for the whole hour. Mm. We we are happy whatever people want to do. We we just want people to come in and experience it. Awesome. Well, I'm sure they will. Thank you so much for coming in, Catherine and Amanda. We really, really appreciate it. Thank you very much. Thank you. No trouble. You're listening to Radio 191 FM. There was Catherine Milburn and Amanda Mills about Kaleidoscope World, 40 years of flying nun in Dunedin. Go and check it out in the Hocken Library. You do not want to miss out on that. That was a Radio 191 FM podcast. You can find more of them at r1.co.nz forward slash podcast.